Hi everyone and welcome to the Say As It Is with Pete podcast series. I'm Pete, your host, and each week I will bring you some frank and honest conversations covering various topics from learning and development, friendships, funding, HR, strengths, recruitment, ESG, well-being, ED&I, employability, and much, much more. So let's get this week's episode underway and say as it is. Welcome to this week's episode of Say As It Is with Pete. And the topic for this week's episode is greenwashing or real change as we continue our theme this month of ESG. So let's not wait any longer and let's crack on with this week's episode. So welcome to greenwashing or real change. Hmm. So this podcast um, is all about cutting through the marketing hype um, to find out what companies are really doing to be more sustainable. Do you know that um, the global market for sustainable products is expected to exceed 150 billion by 2021? Well, it should have done by now. And so unfortunately, um, with so much money at stake, some companies are usually using clever marketing tactics to make them see or seem like they are more um, environmentally friendly than they really are. Hmm. So in fact, a recent study found 98% of green products are actually guilty of greenwashing but how can we tell the difference between real sustainability efforts and more pr spin that's what we are going to be exploring in this episode as we delve into the world of greenwashing and uncover the truth behind some of the common sustainability myths i do like a good mystery so as a famous environmentalist paul Hawking once said, don't put off um, the enormity of the change ahead. Um, That's what we're here for, to change the course of history. So let's get started on this journey towards a more sustainable future. So what exactly is greenwashing? Well, in hindsight, greenwashing is when companies make misleading claims about their environmental practices or products and that's a shame so it's a way for them to appear more eco-friendly than they actually are and to cash in on the growing customer demand for sustainable products so in fact according to a survey by um, research firm um, nielsen 81 percent of customers worldwide felt or feel strongly that companies should help improve the environment however not all companies are genuine in their sustainability efforts. Some use uh, descriptive language, vague or um, unverifiable claims um, or outright lies to make themselves look more sustainable than they really are. Really? So as the um, environmental journalist, Andrew Revick or Revking, sorry, um, once said, sustainability lies in the gap between what's real and what's not. So as we go through this, um, we will be diving in deeper into the 
tactics that companies use uh, to greenwash their products and how you, as an eco-warrior, can spot them. So now, let's get going. So now that we know what greenwashing is, the next question is how can we spot it? So here are some tips to help you separate genuine sustainability efforts from greenwashing. So first of all, look for third party certifications. So there are labels that have been awarded by independent organizations um, to products that must, um, can, must meet certain environmental standards. So examples include Forest uh, Stewardship Council, so that's the FES certification, or Sustainability Source World Products and the Fair Trade Certification for Authenticity Sourced Goods. Secondly, by way of vague or unverifiable claims, terms like eco-friendly, green and natural are often used in misleading ways and are not uh, regulated. Instead, look for specific measurable claims that can be backed up by evidence. And third, research the company's track record on sustainability look for information on their website or in the independent reports to see um, what they've done in the past and what their plans are in the future. So as the environmental activist Aaron Brockovich once said, the customer is the most powerful voice in the movement towards sustainability. By being informed and vigilant, we can send a message to companies or you can send a message to companies um, that we or you won't uh, be fooled by greenwashing tactics. So in the next part of this uh, podcast, we will be discussing the potential consequences of greenwashing and why it's so important to hold companies accountable for their sustainability claims. Now, I must admit, and I will say this, there are a lot of companies that are doing a lot of good things, um, but this is just focusing on that greenwashing. So those companies potentially are not doing what they should be doing. So now um, that we have talked about how to spot greenwashing as an eco-warrior that you are, let's dive into why it's such a problem. So greenwashing can be harmful in several ways, and they're including the following. So firstly, it can mislead customers into buying products that they believe are more sustainable than they actually are. So this um, not only wastes money, but also undermines genuine efforts to promote sustainability. Secondly, greenwashing can um, divert attention and resources away from real sustainability efforts. So companies that engage in greenwashing are often not investing in real solutions, such as reducing carbon emissions or improving the supply chain practices. And finally, greenwashing can erode customer trust in sustainability. It's a shame. So when they're eroding that customer trust in sustainability claims and they can make it harder um, for companies that are genuinely trying to make a positive impact to be taking sustainability seriously. Again, another quote for you. So as another environmental activist and author, Naomi Kellen once said, we would, uh, sorry, we need to be very wary of greenwashing efforts 
to sell us more stuff under the pretense of saving the planet. The good news is, and there is some good news, so the good news is um, that customers have the power to hold companies accountable for their sustainability claims. And you can do this by demanding transparency and supporting companies that demonstrate a real, true and valid commitment to sustainability. So as we continue uh, on this topic, we'll be discussing what we can do as individuals, um, as a society to promote real change and combat this greenwashing. So let's talk about what we can do to fight that greenwashing and promote a real change. So here's a few ideas and I've got three ideas for you. So the first idea is support companies that are transparent and genuine in their sustainability efforts. Look for companies that have third party certifications or that are open about their environmental impact and goals. Second tip, educate yourself and others about greenwashing tactics. So by spreading awareness and knowledge, we can help others to make informed choices and avoid falling for misleading sustainability claims. And the third point on this one, or third tip, is advocate for stronger regulations and standards around sustainability claims. In some cases, companies are not breaking any laws by greenwashing, and they're not. There's no law or law-breaking rules against it. So as there are no clear regulations around sustainability claims, by pushing for stronger standards, we can help ensure that companies are held accountable for their so-called claims. As the sustainability consultant Bob Willard once said, greenwashing undermines public trust and could harm the sustainability movement. So by taking action and holding companies accountable, we or you can promote a real change and create a more sustainable future for all. So in this final part of this podcast, let's talk about um, the future of sustainability. While greenwashing may be a problem now, there is a reason to be hopeful for the future. And here are a few trends that are giving us cause for optimism. Now, number one, Customer de demand for sustainability is ever growing. So more and more people are looking for, for, for sustainable products and are willing to pay a premium for them. This means that customers that are generally committed to sustainability will have a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Two, government and organizations are taking action to combat greenwashing. So, for example, in the UK, the Advertising Standard Agency, AFA, um, as they're also known, has guidance on environmental claims in advertising and the Competition and Market Authority, CMA, has launched an investigation into misleading environmental claims. That's good to know in here. And finally, technology. So technology advancements are making it easier uh, for companies to track and improve their environmental impact. So for example, um, artificial intelligence or AI that we all seem to be worried about, I don't see why we should, but that's a, probably another podcast. So as I say, for example, artificial intelligence and machine learning can help companies 
to identify areas where they can reduce waste and carbon emissions. So there is a benefit to AI, I promise you. No matter what people say, there is that benefit. So as sustainability expert Paul Hawking once said, the future is not some place we are going to, but one we are creating. The paths are not to be found, but made. So by continuing to push for transparency and for real changes, um, we or you can create a more sustainable future for all. So this brings me uh, to the end of this episode. For today, this is Pete and on the topic of greenwashing or real change. So I hope um, that you found this um, discussion or uh, my no view on this informative and thought-provoking um, as we've looked today and learned about greenwashing and how it can be very slippery and be a, still be a problem in the world of sustainability. It's up to all of us to stay informed, ask questions and hold companies accountable for their claims. Now remember, real change requires transparency authenticity and action. So by supporting companies that are generally committed um, to sustainability, educating ourselves and others about greenwashing, advocating for stronger regulations and embedding in new technologies, we can create a more sustainable future for all. So my final quote is from the writer and activist Alice Walker, who once said the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. So don't give up your power to create change. So again, thank you for joining me in this episode um, of Say It's is Pete as we looked at greenwashing and real change. And again, I hope um, that you will tune in again and listen to more of our episodes as you can go back and listen to all the Say It's Pete podcast episodes via apple Podcasts, samsung Podcasts, amazon music spotify and wherever you get your podcasts from and again thank you for listening and until next week's episode enjoy your week